Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. I've never, ever said that line because Jonathan is usually here. This is the first episode in 291 episodes that he has not Coming been on, on the, the podcast. 300. Coming up on 300. Wow. Super, super soon. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we have, have yet to decide what we're going to do about like for 300. Hmm. Um, well, do you have any suggestions? I mean, 300 is six years, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, that's what yeah. that means. Wow. That that's is crazy. I mean, I mean, I, I listen to a fair amount of podcasts, yeah. and uh, you know, a lot of them, you know, will kind of you know tout the number uh, yeah. out, out there, like oh, this episode fifty-five or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's laughable. I you remember know, those you, when days you, when you when you made uh, three hundred. <laughs> you know, you're, you're approaching like a, you know Joe Rogan level, where it's like yeah. there's no number, like right. five thousand. I don't <laughs> right. know. Like, I, how do you even keep track? It's, at that point. it's gone at some point. You know, that that <laughs> when you have no possible clue how many yeah. podcasts you've done. You're in a good spot. You know, that's, that's, that's what I say. I've thought about this before in terms of like, okay, okay. Like at this point, it's like, that's a lot. I hope like at some point down the road, and pro- they probably will never ever do this, but my, ch- my children or grandchildren will be like, hey, I wonder what, uh, wonder what Grandpa Chris was like. Right. And they're like, oh, I can just listen to literal hours upon hours, hundreds of hours. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was babbling about things. Right, I, th- I think that's definitely uh, part of the appeal of like the social media and that kind of stuff. Who knows if it'll ever really come to if yeah. it'll ever pan out that right. way? I mean, you know, our uh, our grandparents didn't think that uh, their grandchildren would grow up in a in a world like this. True. Like, who knows what our grandchildren will grow up in? That's like, will true. that even be an option? Like, who, yeah. who even knows? But it definitely is very cool, and uh, even the fact that it is an option, yeah. Because there is no option for like that for your grandparents. Like, well, no. what is it, I know especially for me and probably many other people, like that's like your number one thing is like, man, I wish I could have just like talked to my grandparents more, yeah. or just like known more about them, yeah. or just like uh, got you know got to just like know their life a little bit more, right. and their experiences and who they were, what they were like when they were younger, yeah. and uh, and you kind of potentially will have that option to yeah. have that kind of intimate look at. Uh, at those people, and it'll uh, it'll be strange. Yeah, it'll be the, really, it'll be really really strange. Uh, hello to everyone's listening to this years down the road. <laughs> hello to everyone's listening. That's right. <laughs> hello, hello from the year twenty eighteen. Yeah, I know was... that sounds weird coming from the year three thousand ninety two, <laughs> but uh, this is back when we used to talk into microphones. Still lived on Earth. Occasionally, we did things that didn't have uh, video picture evidence. Mm. You know, we just did audio files at one point. Whatever. I don't, I don't know. know. It's just going to be people sitting in a chair, getting brainwaves passed oh, yeah. back it's, and forth. Like it's at totally going to be Wally. Like yeah, Walt Wally or surrogates. <laughs> mm, that's or good. Some, I forgot what or that something movie. like that. To where it's just like yeah, we're we're moving to where we're we're done. Like we're we're just gonna like shut down and like put the human body on an IV, <laughs> and then we're gonna go like live somewhere else. Yeah, you know, we are literally online. just brains. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hooked up to things. Well, and I and I've said this plenty of times before. Like the only reason that the humans are on top of the food chain is our brain. 
Mm, that's true. Like we yeah. are such a beta species, like in so many ways. Yeah. Like we would lose so many fights if it was just thing <laughs> one versus on one. thing. We'd lose fights to spiders and snakes, man. Like <laughs> we're done. Yeah. You know, it was just because we have this brain that we're like, hmm, I bet I could poke this thing with this <laughs> stick, you know, and then it escalated from there. <laughs> um before we move on, I would love to go back and listen to like my dad and like my uncle talking about Star Wars in 1977. Oh man, I would think that you've probably most people that were alive in 1977, they went to go see Star I think that's more so the question. Like, did you go to see Star Wars in the theater in right. 1977? Almost anyone that I've asked is like, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, like it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Like, even if they're not like big Star Wars fans nowadays right. or whatever, don't couldn't couldn't care less. Don't even care about those movies. Like, <laughs> right. like they moved on entirely. <laughs> but in 1977, when they were seven years old, it melted their brain. Like it, <laughs> it it's totally awesome. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I definitely wish I could hear more of those kind of conversations of. You know, the kids of that time that were really, really there yeah. uh, when that stuff was going on and just what they were talking about. Was it was it probably similar to me in the 90s when right. I was going through the same thing? Because yeah. I was just kind of born and grew up into watching Star Wars yeah. all the time. You know, I, I don't even... I didn't know they came out in 1977. You know, I hadn't, right. that wasn't even a thought in my brain. When did these movies come out? It was just like, here's Star Wars, and it's always been here, and yeah. it's awesome. Like, yes, <laughs> it just exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was endless Star Wars talk in my house growing up. You oh, know, yeah. Just every single facet. You know, I, I've I've uh, written 7, 8, and 9 like 100 times. Yes, like, <laughs> yes. Um, if, because I've heard stories that like people didn't respond well to Empire Strikes Back. I have heard that, yeah. And like that blows my mind, mm -hmm. you know, because like to me that's one of the best ones, <laughs> right? Like, and, but how do they it's, react? You know, mm -hmm. whenever he's like, "I am your father," we're like, "What?" You know, or like, we're like, "Come on," you know? Yeah. How do they? You know? Yeah, you know, I you, I watch some you know occasional like reaction videos or something <laughs> like that where like people will like show their kids for the first yeah. time and they'll show that reaction of. Darth Vader and uh, <laughs> and it's pretty awesome, you know. To, to the extent of where like I question the uh, if it's genuine or not, you know, like the reactions. The, yeah, the reaction, like because they're so extreme, or even just like I question, like how could they not know anything? Like, yeah. how, like <laughs> some it's like an eight year old kid. It's like how did an eight year old kid get to be eight years old and not even know? <laughs> Luke Skywalker. I, yeah. I don't even understand. I guess it's, you know, that's just my small <laughs> scope of, of thinking. Like, that's not even possible. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jared, what have you been up to lately? It's been a while since we've talked. It's been, it's been a while. I think last time I was on the podcast, I was uh, on with just John. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. What'd you, uh, what'd you talk oh, about? Oh, man. Uh, I wish you hadn't asked that. Was uh, it another, but, another movie? You know, have all of the millions of viewers comment in and, yeah. t and tell me, you know, because I don't, I don't remember. Tweet at J Pinions. <laughs> I'll get back to you real <laughs> soon. Um, we, uh, I don't even, I don't remember what we went to go see. I really, I really don't. But uh, but it was a good podcast. All right, it was a it was a good time. Yeah, that was. But uh, so yeah, I'm running a streak where I'm only the uh, the replacement host and not the guest. I mean, um, yeah, this. I is, mean, sort that's the way I, I, I see I it. I like man. this. You know, that's <laughs> it's uh, you've. Uh, I'm a, elevating you've myself. Yeah, you've taken a step up. <laughs> one day you're just gonna replace one of us. <laughs> yeah, could be. <laughs> 
Could be, could be. Uh, what have I been up to in in the world of what? You know, I mean, I've been up to a lot of things. Yeah. What, know, what are you into right now? What if, What am I into? What if, What's What's uh, What's getting you excited? What's capturing your ex- imagination. Capturing my imagination is a, is a good one. Um, so I uh, am vintage video gamer. You yeah. know, I, I would say. So I uh, I'm I'm dabbling in some newer games. You know, don't yeah. don't get me. I mean. You know, as new as like three or four years old, man. I mean, like <laughs> nice. really, nice. really getting up there. No, okay, no wait. If I want, if I want to go for the most current that I'm that I'm playing, as far as like with the times per se, uh, really into like the uh, the latest Mario Kart game. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Uh, I technically have the one for the Wii U. Okay, but it's, that's fine. It's, it's, it's like same it, game. It's no different. Like, there, there's like it's a just, couple added bonuses. Yeah, but I think even when I'm playing online, I think you're playing with. Yeah. Everybody, uh-huh. you're playing with the with the Switch people because uh, it's literally the same game. Yeah, um, that's, what, that's a lot so, of Switch games. <laughs> yep, that's you know that's partly why I own a Wii U because <laughs> most of those games just got ported onto the Switch for three times the price, and so you know I'm just rocking the uh, the Wii U for have right you, now. Have you played Breath of the Wild yet? No, I I haven't. Do you have I a haven't, desire but, to? Uh, there, uh, well, that's that's the B side of this okay. gaming venture talk. Uh, so yeah, Mario Kart Eight, playing that a lot. Always been a big fan of the Mario Kart franchise in yeah. general. Yeah. Uh, one of the styles of gaming that I would say I'm good at. You know, I get slaughtered in like so many things <laughs> if I play them with my right. friends. But uh, Mario Kart's Unless the one it's a thi- platformer. It's a platformers. I'm decent, but even platformers. Um, you know, like if I'm playing with like my brother Jason yeah. or my friend John Pickens, yeah. like they've just they've got a little bit more of a handle okay. on it than, than me. I should never play uh, with either I one lay of them. Then. Waste them in Mario Kart. It's like <laughs> it's I don't understand why they keep playing like to that, to that extent. You know, I'm like, how are you getting crushed this bad like all the time? And then you're still texting me and being like, dude, let's get together, let's card it up. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's crazy. Uh, because I'm just infinitely better. Um we uh so yeah, I enjoy I found that on, I didn't think I would enjoy the online yeah. very, very much uh just cuz I'd never really done it and never been a huge online gamer. Yeah. But as I've played it more, that's kind of where I've just kind of That's awesome. went into uh a lot more and it started really great. Uh like when I started, I mean I was same story. Like yeah. I was just laying waste to everybody online. Yeah. Like just first 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 yeah. first 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 um, and then you, you, you know, you gain like points, you know, mm-hmm. for playing, you started a thousand points. If you win, you could get as high as like 30 points. I think mm-hmm. if you get lower than sixth, you lose points. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've started at a thousand, worked my way up to like 3,500 wow. or something like that, which I'm thinking pretty good, yeah. except, uh, it apparently has some, uh, some, some programs in place online where then <laughs> it, ranks it, you. it puts you exactly it puts you in that higher bracket <laughs> yeah, it's like skill-based matchmaking per, per se yeah oh exactly <laughs> everybody that i was playing at the start was like 1500 and i'm like these guys are chumps man like like nobody's putting the time in on this game and then i just kept getting better and for for a second i was at the top i was like yeah i'm 2000 everybody else is 1200 and then now it's like i'm 3500 everybody else is 7000 oh man and i'm pretty sure they're cheating like i, I <laughs> <laughs> I, and I can't prove it, but uh, there has been some strange things that have happened in some races. All right. Like, Aside from the normal frustrations of like just getting hit with everything on uh-huh, the third lap, uh-huh. you know, when you've won the whole oh, race, yeah, you're yeah. like clearly the better racer, but somehow they got eight red <laughs> shells through on the third lap. Um, but one time it's 
particular, and uh, my fiance could back this up because she was watching. Like, I'm 100% winning. Yeah. Like, I'm in first. Yeah. Displayed on yeah. the screen. I constantly, when I'm looking at the map, and I constantly, like, do, like, the check behind thing and literally look behind in my rear view mirrors, see if somebody's right on my bumper. Yeah. Uh, past the finish line, says I got second. What? Some guy beat me. Who beat you? I have, I don't know, Joe Bob from Japan or something. <laughs> like, I, was it like at the very, very last second, like a nose ahead? I said, I'm, I, where were they then? Yeah, were they invisible? How did know. they pass in front of me? And then the other thing that I think sometimes is I hit people with these shells. Yeah. <laughs> and it affects them almost none. <laughs> like it hits them. Yeah. I, I visibly see it hit them. Yeah. And they stop for like a millisecond, and then they're literally back up to speed, <laughs> even. It's not even, and they're like a big character. They don't have high acceleration yeah. or anything like that. Like, like they're just Kong. instantly like hit, boom, back up to speed. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so what? It's, so it's been a little bit more of a struggle on- online. You know, the, uh, right. the firsts are still happening. Yeah. Uh, but they're uh, they're they're hard, harder to come by, and uh, you know. But if I can stay in the stay in the mix, you know, I want to yeah. be staying in the top three. You know, yeah. let them know that I'm not to be trifled with. I can remember, um, and I'm definitely not at that level anymore. But I can remember when. Uh, so I basically in college, I didn't play video games at all. Right, I was like concentrating on college. Yeah, and responsible uh, adult. Yeah, you know, and having having a relationship yep. and all that kind of stuff. Um. And so whenever, after I got out of college, got married, um, started playing video games again, and I started playing Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. I liked to play online, but I realized how terrible it was. And I was like, I was on a mission. I was like, I'm going to get good at this game. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it took like a year and a half, two years. <laughs> but I eventually got to the point where like, hey, I could actually be at the top of a lobby sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty is like, especially, man. Oh, I mean, man. Like, there's... Just so many people like feels like they're dedicating their lives like yeah. to that to that game and like you know to to be the best to be good because <laughs> that's what it takes. You gotta <laughs> <Yeah>. get good. <laughs> I and and now I feel like I feel like I'm just like too old to even have the reflexes like that's necessary to. <laughs> and I'm not even that old. I'm about to yeah. turn 33. Yeah. But like I'm like there's no way I can do what they just did. I'm telling you, man. They've got alternative gear that you're not that you're un, <laughs> unprivy to. <laughs> Probably. There's bionic arms. Something bionic arms. They've got two people playing one character. Yeah. Like who 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 knows? Yeah. Oh man. Well, so all I've been up to, I've been up to a lot of Fortnite. I've actually been playing with your younger brother, that's Joel. What you, that's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, which uh it was honestly like uh the first time I've played video games with him since probably we were Kids a long time ago. How did that come about? I don't even know how. Uh, I don't know. I, we were actually. I was like, actually, I don't have fr- any friends online. Okay, like, that's not a thing that like I even like pursue or yeah. do even know how to. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Just whoever it pairs me up with online, that's it. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I need to figure out if like I can do cross. If so, if you have Mario Kart, can I play Mario Kart with you on my Switch and you're on that? We'll have to figure that out. I'll figure that out. I think so, but I, but again, I, I don't know how to connect it specifically. It's like probably some kind of crazy friend code, <laughs> right? Um, it's gotta be a way. So yeah, at some point for I don't we were trying to figure out like when did we become friends on Xbox? I don't know. I don't know like what the context was surrounding that. Hmm. But somehow we were friends and I don't I just don't think we've ever played the same game and now we're both playing Fortnite. How does that happen? Like like you're playing Fortnite and then it pops up and says oh, hey yeah. Joel's playing Fortnite? Yeah. Like 
you can you can see any of your Xbox friends, or you can add them as like Epic friends within Fortnite, and like yeah, it'll tell you who's online playing Fortnite, and you can just jump into their lobby. It's super seamless. Hmm. Fortnite makes it super easy to do that. Some games are just like like last night I was trying to play Ashen. It's a new new game that just came out with my friend Aaron, and it was like okay, you both have to go to this menu and put in the same six digit code at the same time and hit yeah, enter, <laughs> and then you have to like press this button that says like allow online or something and then it will somehow put you in the same instance and then you have to find each other and start the same game. I'm like, this is the <laughs> worst. Uh, please don't do this as a developer. Do what a, do what Fortnite's doing. The whole linking up online process becomes a whole game when it's in and Basically, of itself. You know, yeah. It drops you guys into like Grand Theft Auto style world and you guys have to wander around the city yeah. and actually find each other to <laughs> get what up it was online. like, dude. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, but yeah, um, that's, that's pretty much all I've been up to recently. Um, that and I would love to play Red Dead. Mm. I just don't have, like I've reached, and I, I hate this months ago, or not months ago, probably a month ago. I, I probably haven't played it for like a month. Right. If I'm going to play this game, I have to devote at least an hour to this. Sort of seems, minimum. That's what it seems like, you know, from what I've uh, heard and read. And, uh, and to me, you know, a ton of respect. It just seems like so much work. It is to play it. You know, it it's it's uh, it's it's like a really fancy old timey version of like uh, The Simpsons or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or Sims or you know, what, what, the Simpsons. What? Sorry, yeah, Simpsons Sim, what, wasn't Sims the one where it was uh, just like the uh, you just live a yeah, life yeah, on, yeah, online? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is. It's, it, it's like to that level of detail where it's like you know, got to go home yeah. so I can get on my video game, so I can wake up and shave and go <laughs> yep. to work and go to the bar and hang out with my friends. Yep. Like it's like man, it's like. <laughs> got done doing this stuff yeah <laughs> it's a fantastic game i just like i need yeah. i think i've and i've said this i think i said this last week if i which i will by the time uh christmas comes around i'm taking like that week between christmas and new year's off okay at that point i'm going to just binge it till it's done that's and be done with it. i don't know if you're gonna be able to do that you though, don't man. think so I mean, I've heard at least like a hundred hours or something like that, just to do like the main story. <sighs> even like maybe I'm wrong. I'm not gonna sleep. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, it can be done. Oh yeah, you know, I've just... already put like sixty hours into it, and I'm only in chapter two. There's six and two episode epilogues, basically eight chapters. Wow. Wild. So, yeah. So, but yeah, we have some uh, we have some news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Uh, okay, news so what are we talking about? We're talking about the Marvel news. Mm, okay, Marvel there were news. there was a slew of trailers that dropped. Was mm. it last week? It was last week? Yeah, it was pretty. I think think it was like what did like Captain Marvel dropped on Monday and yeah. then uh, Avengers on Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, like because that. it was supposed to be Wednesday, but then they postponed it because of um, uh, Bush's funeral. Oh wow! And I, didn't, I didn't realize that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then um, we think Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've heard some some tell that uh, that uh, Spider-Man is is going to come. Did you find it? Did no. you look around? Yeah, yeah. I tried to look for it on the way over here. But I've seen some people like talking videos about like literally talking about the trailer or breaking down the trailer. So like it got released somewhere at a, at a Comic Con or something like that. And then I've also heard uh, rumors that potentially uh, some episode Star Wars Episode Nine stuff was Dude. gonna maybe you know maybe small slight small teaser uh, this month. I am super pumped for whatever that is. Yeah. No. Sure. I, I mean, I, 
Star Wars is a whole other podcast. I mean, I mean, yeah. not absolutely, you know, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we're still a ways out uh, from me just not being excited at all. You know, like there, there would yeah. still have to be like a lot of really bad things happen for me to just be like, nope, not excited at all. Yeah. Because I don't even like believe the other people online. Like when they say that, you know, like you look in the comment section, they're like, like "Nope, not Star Wars is ruined. Not even going to watch the trailer. Not even going to see the movie ever." And I'm like, that just can't even be true, man. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, <laughs> the only reason that would be true for me is if Ryan Johnson was doing the next one. <laughs> then I'd I would be real bummed out. <laughs> right, which was the plan. Like, I for, know for, for for a minute. So glad we bailed on that. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of trailers coming out. Uh, even just the title, you know, would be interesting for uh, for mm-hmm. episode nine. You know, what are what are we going to call this uh, this last one? I mean, it's got to be some kind of redemptive name, right? Uh, Endgame, maybe. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Endgame. <laughs> Speaking of Endgame, <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the new Avengers movie, the sequel to Infinity War. Yeah, so this trailer came out. Um, you can watch it if you don't want spoilers. Skip forward, you know, ten-ish minutes, something like that. But there's not really any spoilers in it. In it, no, not really. Um, you uh, see Tony Stark's uh, floating out in space. I mean, this whole trailer, and in, in it's and it's it's really interesting and, and awesome to me that this whole trailer is characters. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there, there, there's, there's no, no story. there's no element of this trailer that is not just. Close-up shots of people's faces yeah. and them talking. Yeah, and this is this is a, this is a Marvel movie that we're talking about. Like there, <laughs> like there's and uh, there, so it, ah, well, there's no explosions. There's no like no no no. Yeah. But, but but like but that's how they're marketing this movie. They're yeah. marketing. This is their first sales pitch for this movie. Yeah, is hey look at this story. Yeah, um, even though I mean obviously there's gonna be so much incredible like action and that kind of stuff that goes on in this movie. Yeah. But they're just already kind of setting this tone of like, that's going to be there, but like this thing's going to get real. You know, we're yeah. really going to, you know, dive into a lot of these characters that you've spent now 10, 10 years, aren't we in yeah. 10 years of the Marvel uh, universe yep. with, and uh, it's just pretty cool. I think it's like, I feel like it's because they know they don't have to sell us on this movie. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. I mean, they're they're definitely at that kind of level and power and specifically so with this movie. Yeah. Where it's like when The Force Awakens came out where it's just like, it's bought and sold for. Right. You could have made anything and it would have made a billion dollars. And and I absolutely would think that this Avenger is going to make two billion dollars. Like, there's just, with how actually good the last one was in combination with just how well it did mm-hmm. and the fact that this next one is a direct carryover with that. So you, anybody who even remotely liked the first one is already in. Plus you've probably grabbed more people as oh, that definitely. one's been out around time. So it's like, there, there's <laughs> no way that it's not going to be the highest grossing Mar- Marvel film. Yeah. I, I, was, th- I think I was talking to somebody the other day who uh, was telling me they were so glad they were about to be able to watch Infinity War. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, well, I was waiting for it to come to Netflix. <laughs> I'm like, what? How? How did you do that? Is it coming to Netflix? Yeah, it's coming to Netflix next month, I think. Oh wow. I don't. I don't know when the like Disney contract ends with Netflix. <laughs> that's a whole. Uh, that's a whole other to- topic as well. It's 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 strange. Sometime what next are- year, but like, in- Incredibles two is going to come to Netflix in January. Uh, Infinity War. Um, there were a couple other Disney things. I'm like, why? 
I guess at the end of the day, it's like, hey, money's money. It's true. This, this person's paying us to advertise for for us you know so <laughs> it's like you get paid and you yeah. get advertisement because your content gets seen and you're getting paid for your content being seen um obviously it's gonna get taken away when they right. release their own streaming service they're not gonna have rivals in that sense yeah. and if anything it could be more of a pull to have more of your stuff on netflix yeah and then be like boom that stuff is gone, gone. now you have people looking for that stuff and hey, here's where you can find it on our own Disney streaming that's a good point. service. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. That's actually that's a genius so play. I just came up with that right now. I feel like they should take that, <laughs> put their whole library up on it, like the week of the launch. And they're like, everyone's like, yes, I can watch any Disney movie ever. Got. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but anyway, back to the the end game yes. trailer. Yeah, it was uh, it was very very good. You had a lot of. Uh, the bulk of the trailer was probably the first half was just Tony Stark floating in space, yeah, basically talking about how we lost. Yeah, uh, it's it's over. You know, I mean, they've he's been without food or water. I th- I would assume that Nebula's on that ship with him because they were together. Maybe even uh, Rocket, because Rocket, Nebula, and Iron Man were all still on Titan in the yeah. last movie. We just don't see them though. When that died, I mean, we'll get some more context for sure. But uh, but it, it's it's. Already interesting to think that Iron Man thinks it's the end. You yeah. know, like when when has Iron Man ever thrown in the towel? You know, like I, I don't know that we've hit that in a movie. We've we've seen him pretty down or pretty whatever, but where yeah. he's just full on been like, we're done. That's it. Oh, we've I'm just seen gonna him, sit. I'm just gonna sit here and die. Yeah, we've never seen him do that. We've seen him like try to sacrifice himself multiple times. Sure, sure, Ab- absolutely. But we've just, seen him try to die multiple times. I'll yeah, say yeah, that. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But to see him just sit somewhere and for him to say, and this is Tony Stark we're talking about, to say, I can't think of a way out of this. Yeah. I can't think of a way to power this ship. I can't mm. think of a way to get us food and water I, with all of my technological mm-hmm. knowledge. And even my, you know, obviously my Iron Man suit is not like, I can't come up with a way to fix my Iron Man suit. I can't come up, you know, something mm-hmm. to where this person who's like one of the smartest people on the planet, if not the galaxy, can't figure out how to make it work to the extent of where he's writing his last memoir. Yeah. You know, in this trailer where he's, you know, making like a, a message in the bottle to like uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah. You Who know, we don't even just, know if is alive. Totally. Yeah. It's just him just, yep, this is probably the end. You were always the one for me, yeah. That, that kind of stuff, and uh, and that's how you start the trailer, and then you see the Marvel logo come up, and it gets snapped away, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it kind of fades away, just like the characters did, and uh, yeah, that it's just kind of a lot of snapshots of that, of just all you see, kind of that core cast of uh, yeah. of Avengers, which is pretty much who's left, which I think is kind of cool, and will lead to a, a really cool kind of beginning to this next Avengers film, yeah. Where it's Thor, it's uh, it's Captain America, it's uh, Hulk, Black it's Black Widow, Tony Stark. Yep. Yeah. Um, and th- those were the original people that they sold the franchise on, and now sure. they're going to kind of, they're the ones who are having to kind of figure out this solution to uh, Thanos. You know, who's wiped yeah. out the whole uh, universe. Yeah, that's. Pre- I, I didn't even thought about it in those in that sense. That's pretty cool. Yeah, just just a lot of cool cool stuff. Uh, if if you're a Marvel fan or a comic book fan or anything. And I'm a person who's think there's tremendous flaws throughout all, oh, yeah. all of the movies and some of them better than others. Some of them haven't been that good at all. Yeah. But that's the way it was too 
as a kid watching cartoons. Right. You know, it, it, and then they've kind of reached that point finally. You know, years years ago, we were kind of still at this like hanging on like the nail of every new Marvel movie coming out. Yeah. Whereas now, so and almost to their benefit in some degree, where there's just so much out of coming out and so much around it's kind of just like there's always the next one like right. ty- type thing you know just like there's yeah. always the next episode of the tv show yeah. like sure this one was kind of weird or boring or whatever right. but it never like made you not like that franchise or not like spider-man anymore or something it was just like mm, really liked this episode awesome yeah, yeah. and that's kind of where it's at now where uh just based on the world be- as world building aspect of the franchise uh, they have a lot that they can do with that that instantly makes for a more impactful yeah. uh, movie, you know. And you can instantly, you know, you can't you can't make Infinity War in two thousand eight, you know. Right. It doesn't have the same impact and gravitas as it does in twenty seventeen, yeah. and as much as Endgame is going to have next year and they've who knows if it'll actually come to fruition but i mean they've said that they're basically rebooting the marvel universe after yeah. this film that like big things are going to happen like big characters are going to die i think they're going to mess with time and space and mm-hmm. the quantum realm and all this mm-hmm. stuff so like the options are endless with where this thing could end up yeah at the end and well uh, i think it's, it's honestly like just you know you look at what's been going on with the fox merger like i think mm-hmm. i feel like it's it's yeah. kind of time to anyway. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to bring the X-Men in. Right. And maybe Fantastic Four, you know, like at this point it opens up and you might as well change it now anyway. You sure. Know? And you, uh, you know, you reboot into another dimension, you yeah. know, or something yeah. like that, you know, which they've, they've grown to that level where they can do stuff like, you know, they've experimented in these weird realms yeah. uh, and have made them, you know, pretty believable you know, science fiction. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool. Dude, props to Marvel along the way. Like, regardless of what what, what we thought of it while it was happening, they were in it for the long yeah. term and for the long play. Like, no, And they're the only ones who've tried it and have done it and done it successfully. Yeah. You know, like, to the point where I feel like, you know, I don't know if any of them have ever been flops like that that have lost money. But I, I even if some did, they're right. making it back on... Things like Infinity War, and right? Endgame, and you know, and even yeah, not even as much as you would think. Like I've went back and looked sometime, you know, because some people have that mentality. You know, they're like, oh, well, just every Marvel movie that releases makes a billion dollars, and it's like, no, not at all. No, like yeah. you know, there was even a time Thor when, didn't in the first one, Black Dark World. I no, don't think I, again, like none of them have done terrible, but like things like the original Captain America and the yeah. first two Thor movies, like those movies opened at like fifty million. Yeah, you know, seven. I think the Thor opened, the second Thor opened a little bit more just because you had some kind of cred built around that franchise. Yeah, you know, maybe seventy or eighty. So, which is great openings. Uh, but you're talking about that in comparison to when they release other movies that open at two hundred and fifty million. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> like that's that's an insanely low low number for that movie to open at. But they've always i feel like they've just never had a negative mentality about it yeah and so somehow that's never really caught on in like the media or news whereas something like han solo opened oh, it opened at 100 million yeah. 90 million and they yeah. called it a flop right you know and it's like interesting how, how you would have that vantage point mm-hmm. uh when you would never call all these other movies a flop that yeah. opened it far far less well, and I think, and I think some of it, and I we've talked about it on the show before. I don't know if we've talked about it with you, but like what you just said about 
hey, yeah, I mean, sure, one may not like be my cup of tea, but there's one coming around in three months that will be. And that's kind right. of what, what I, I wish or hope that they would get to with Star Wars was like, right. sure, I may not like this one, but there's one Cohen that I'm going to like, so not every single one doesn't feel like it has so yep. much weight. And to me, that's kind of the hope, honestly, in my uh, opinion at this point with the Star Wars yeah. franchise, because they are obviously trying to make a franchise that's going to, one, make money, yeah. and you make money by grabbing the biggest audience that you possibly can, get the most butts and seats that you can to buy the ticket, and like, I get it, it's a business. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely that part of me that's like, I want to fast forward 10 years down the road when this thing is mega successful and you have all these different threads. I'm really excited about the TV stuff that they're doing. Yeah, I, think for sure. I think that has a lot more potential to tell more uh, exclusive stories. Because more so, I think that's what I personally want as a fan. You know, yeah. I want the show or movie that's more geared towards me mm -hmm. and the smaller group of people that think uh, the way that I do. And you can tell a more kind of specific story that works better for this group of fans rather yeah. than like, we've got to make a $200 million movie that's going to make $2 billion. Yeah. It's like, spend $50 million on a, on a TV show or something right. like that. And right. like, you know, give me 10 episodes of something that I think would be really cool. Yeah. And that, that's kind of more so the stuff that I'm like, okay, you know, it's whether you hate the stuff or love the stuff that's going on now, like, hold on, it's not going anywhere. Like, right. it's not... They spent all this money on this. They're not just going to call it and been like, well, <laughs> this is a good experience. Let's put this in the corner. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. Star Wars, it's in the world for probably at least like the next 30 or 40 years, like consecutively, yeah. that we're going to just continually have Star Wars content. Like, there's, they spent the money. People love it. There's always a market for it. If you tell the right story in that universe, it's going to land really well. Yeah. And so uh, it's not going anywhere. So just, Hang on, you're, you're probably going to get some stuff that's pretty awesome. Thanks, that's exciting. Uh, was there anything we need to say about any other trailers? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, we could almost, unfortunately, I feel like the most intriguing part about Captain Marvel to me is just like, well, how's it going to tie into the Avengers? Yeah, you know, and, and it, I don't want it to be that. And maybe, ho hopefully, that they don't make the whole movie about that. Like, right. if anything, just like leave that for a tease at the end. Tell a different story, you yeah. know, in this. Uh, I think it should be movie. about how did Nick Fury lose his eye? Yeah. <laughs> that should uh, be the main I point. I mean, I kind of feel like it's going to go that oh, way. Oh, definitely. Though. I think I mean, so. like, unless they're planning on just, like, doing a bunch of these, like, kind of prequel-ish, yeah, like, yeah. movies that are kind of back in time. <laughs> did, did they're going to seize that opportunity while they have it. Did you ever see uh, the first Hot Tub Time Machine? Oh, yeah, dude. So the guy Underrated who, like, movie. Yeah, you know, what really underrated. Yeah. But the guy who, like, lost his arm mm -hmm. and the whole movie, they keep, like, thinking yep. he's going to lose his arm. It was a great thread. That That's what I, I feel like. I, I hope it's happening with Nick Fury's eye. Oh, my gosh. That could totally happen <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the whole, there's, like, eight scenes in the thing where it's just like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. He's going to lose his arm. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I watched that movie on TV, like TBS at some point the first time. I'm like, how have I not watched it's this hilarious. movie before now? I mean, like, laugh out loud, hilarious. Yes. Like, I, don't, I ended up seeing that movie in theaters somehow. <laughs> like, I don't even I wish yeah, I had. Like, it was, I don't even, with some of my friends or yeah. something like that. And they were just like, hey, let's go see Hot Tub Time Machine. And I was like, never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really, really funny. So. I never saw the second one. Not as funny. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I kind of assumed since yeah. there was no. 
third one. Right, right, of course. <laughs> but, uh, you know, guys, if you're looking for an underrated laugh, uh, you know, go check out Hot Tub Time Machine. Yep. You know, it's pretty funny. And that's the news. That's the news. All right. It's time now to review Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Into so we're going to do a spoiler-free section and do a countdown, and then we'll review this movie. So, uh, Jared, what are your spoiler-free thoughts? Let's see. Yeah, let's just knock out this spoiler-free thing here pretty pretty. Yeah, pretty I'm quick, cool with that, too. You know, oh, oh, overall, I mean, and you can see it in the re- most reviews that you read. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good film. Yeah. Like, I, I think even in, like, the worst-case scenario, like... Uh, and, and I've got some things that I, that I could talk about for sure and will in the spoiler section. But, I mean, overall, it's it's a fun time. It's definitely uh, a callback, sort of, to, to just like a lot of, uh, of just Spider-Man in general and the history that the Spider-Man character has. You know, there's references to some of the, uh, you know, Spider-Man movies or some of the other Spider-Man comics or TV shows. And, uh, you know, even though it's kind of a brand new franchise per se, you know, this kind of throw you into this new world, yeah. you, you feel a lot of that cool uh, history that you might have, uh, you know, grown up with yeah. at one time or another. And uh, uh, I felt like the pacing was a little slow at some point. It was a long movie. It, it was, was, But it wasn't that long. It was like, a, wasn't let's, it almost two hours long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't two hours long. It was, let me, let me, I've got it pulled up right here. I think it probably had to be closer to like an hour and 40 minutes. Uh, let's see, we got, no, it says hour, 157. So yeah, it was just, just about two hours yeah. long. Which um, I feel like for, animated, for an animated movie, that's right, long. Right. And part of it, I think, is that expectations thing, too. You know, I think this movie is definitely one that's maybe advertised a little bit differently than actually plays out in film. Mm. And I, I don't really get why movies do that a lot of times. Yeah. Story-wise, you mean? Just story-wise, or uh, I won't get into spoilers right now, but there's some animation stuff, you know, that's maybe a little bit differently than the uh, than the trailers that mm-hmm. were received. And I, and I just like, hmm, that's an interesting decision that you would have almost kind of intentionally shied away from some of this stuff, and mm-hmm. then it's a little bit different in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like for me, it was definitely, you know, this, this movie is hundred percent, uh, an origin story of Miles Morales. Right. And it's and not I, really like teased that way. And, uh, and of, yeah. And, uh, and of that character, that's what the whole movie is built around. And then there's kind of these, uh, all these other spider, spider men and women that kind of, you know, come into play throughout there. Yeah. Um, but like I said, not, not a bad thing, you know, it's just kind of a thing that as you're watching it unfold for mm-hmm. the first time, you're kind of just like, huh, I thought it was going to kind of go here. Maybe we'd be here sooner. And, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of trying to figure out where this movie's going while you're watching it. Yeah. Uh, but overall, you know, the, if there was a lull, it never really lasted for that long. And uh, there was definitely a lot going on to keep you intrigued yeah. throughout the movie, I would say. Yeah. I, um, I think it was a very, like, visually yeah. impressive movie. Okay. Um. It was, I will say though, it was a lot, it, it's, it's, it's very like, there's a lot going on at all times. So at some point right. it just kind of becomes noise. Right. Like where it's, okay, well this is no longer right. like. I was definitely going to get into a little bit more of that in the, in the, spo- in the spoiler yeah, section. Yeah. Cause I, cause I felt, I felt some of that. Yeah. 
For sure. And it's not like, because like once you've already gone to 11, you can't really like take it to 12. <laughs> like there's yeah. no, like there's nowhere to go. Or go back down to six. Yeah. Like, you yeah know. It's like, well, what is, what is happening right now? Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, I, I, uh, but again, it's a, it's a feat of animation. I think like we haven't seen yeah. a movie like this. No. And just from the just from the story element, we yeah. haven't seen a movie like this. Yeah. I was saying before we even watched it, you know, it's it's pretty cool that they did decide to kind of take this plunge, you know, especially in a world that's saturated with superhero mm-hmm. stuff, saturated with new animated films and live action films and origin stories coming out. And uh, in this and this is an origin story, you know. It's, so it's interesting that they, you know. W- the first movie in this uh, potential franchise that they just start off with mm-hmm. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We're right. going multiple Spider-Men, we're going Dimensions, we're going Miles Morales, like all things that we have never really seen in movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's in the trailer, Spider-Gwen. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, we know, we have, this is the first time we've seen her in a movie. Yeah, yeah, like, and it's, it's definitely to the extreme... I, the biggest like kind of origin of Spider-Man to me personally, I grew up watching the '90s Spider-Man uh, TV show. You know, yeah, that was yeah. the biggest source of my yeah. uh, love and knowledge of the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. And even that show, I mean, went really, really deep. You know, you went into the different realms and the Spider-Verse and dimensions and you know, Madam Web. You know, that mm-hmm. he would go talk to, and then he'd get shipped off to this foreign planet. You know, like they really got into some complex stuff. Yeah. In that thing, but that was even far down the road you know maybe i don't know how many seasons it went but that was probably more seasons like four or five six that they started to get into that stuff with a lot of pre-hand development yeah but this one you're just kind of launching straight into that uh that kind of thinking and that kind of uh to know that that world is already this big you know it's definitely definitely that where this this world has been going on a long time and then you're just kind of like jump in and keep keep up yeah and i think like it's interesting and i could be wrong but i feel like Spider-Man is the perfect uh, superhero for that because there has been so many versions of him, right? Both in movies and television and mm-hmm. games. Like I can't tell you how many versions of I can, I don't even know. Like and, mm-hmm. and even recently, there's the 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 one on the Spider-Man on PS4. You know, so it was a whole new kind of take on on Spider-Man. And so like there's already all this stuff kind of floating out there. So like it's I liked how the 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 movie kind of just identifies that. Mm-hmm. And calls it out and says, "All right, well, this is this, you know." And like, it kind of makes you be like, every every version of them have have the same like groundwork. Mm-hmm. But in, but even in you know new ways, it's not like they just yeah. pulled from the at least in my knowledge. No, like yeah. like yeah. you know they, I mean, if you've seen any any of the trailers, you know, I mean, you've at least seen that there's like noir Spider Man, yeah. there's a pig Spider Man, and there's yeah. a robot Spider Man. It's just like. In my knowledge, none of those three things have ever been in the col- right. uh, not ever been in the comics. There's the Simpsons episode that talks about Spider Pig, and I don't know where else we've heard about Spider Pig, but somehow that made it into the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, they definitely went out there and you yeah. know decided to uh, go for something a lot different. Yeah, and I think it worked in their favor for the uh, for the most part, at least to set it apart and you know to yeah. make it uh, something different uh that people might want to go see and not just like oh here's another spider-man story yeah. that's just animated this time but uh-huh. it's still him getting bit by a spider and <laughs> it's gonna watch uncle ben die and, and like, <laughs> even though it's yeah it's a phenomenal story you right. know, it's a phenomenal story but it's just you know especially in our lifetime you know we've seen that you know story told like six seven times on right. screen you know it's just happening over and over and over again so kind of cool to tell something different 
I uh, I liked the voice acting. All the all the actors. The voice acting, I think, is one of the strongest parts. <laughs> yeah. Of the movie, just just in the just the cast alone that you that you had, you know, you have people, you know, you have like a Nick Cage, you know, playing one of the Spider-Man mm-hmm. characters, which is very uh, interesting. The main Spider-Man is played by uh, Jake Johnson, who mm-hmm. was big on uh, New Girl. Yep, I think he played Nick yep. on New Girl. If you've uh, if you've seen that one. Haley Steinfeld is kind of an upcoming actress, uh-huh. you know, who played one of the Spider characters. Uh, there was uh, who else was um, I called him out in the. He was a villain. Oh, that's right. L- Lee Schreiber yeah, played Lee the Schreiber. main villain in the film. Yeah. John Mulaney played uh, the Spider Pig. You had uh, Zoe Kravitz played uh, mm-hmm. Mary Jane. I did not realize in the that. film. Uh, I thought that's who that was. Catherine Hahn played uh, Doc Ock. Okay. Oh, in the, in the film, yeah. Who, was she in Parks and Rec? Is she like the? Is she the actress who comes in and tries to or, the campaign manager? Campaign manager, yeah. I thought that that's who it was. Um, that's what it sounded like. At it, least. That's who it really sounded like. Uh, <laughs> that is the lady from Parks and Recreation. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. right. Well, yeah. I I say people should go see this movie. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I would say so. You know, I mean, if you're a Spider-Man yeah. fan, you know, if you're a animation movie fan, yeah. if you're just like a casual moviegoer fan who doesn't really, you know, <laughs> who kind of like just goes and sees movies and likes a lot of movies, you'll probably like this one too. You know, yeah. it's 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 definitely that kind of yeah. kind of movie. Good for anyone, you know, I def- definitely, you know, I think the PG rating is uh, is accurate. Yeah. You know, I would yeah. say it was a very family-friendly film, and, yeah. you know, you could probably take anybody to go see it. Yeah. I don't even think there was, you know, kind of common in these movies. You still kind of have, like, risky jokes kind of played in the undertones, and I don't even remember a whole lot of no. that, you know. I, I, don't I feel like it was pretty clean, you know, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to count. There's the spoiler clock. It's running right now. It's, ca- it's counting down. So if you don't want to be spoiled, turn off the show. Because Jared's going to spoil you okay. in five, four, three, two, one. All right. Peter Parker dies like so soon into the film. <laughs> and uh, it, it was, it kind of threw me for a loop for a second. Yeah. Uh, like the film open opens up and it opens up with Miles Morales and he's in New York and there is a Spider-Man in New York. And this is kind of a part that to me deviated from the trailer in the trailer it was almost made to think that miles morales was already spider-man right um and then this other one just kind of shows up right that's the way uh, i thought it. that's the way it seemed uh-huh. like and even it seemed like they directly played in that like in in the trailers there's this there's the scene where his dad is like talking about how much he hates spider-man and miles is sitting there like yeah yeah and then the next scene it shows like miles morales being spider-man yeah and it, it seemed to uh like i said imply that that was what was going on and, and that's probably what they wanted but it's not what's going on at all or no. current currently when the movie opens up you have 26 year old peter parker playing uh Sp- spider-man he's mm-hmm. been spider-man for 10 years however from my assessment uh this miles morales universe uh that he's in, in the opening film is not the main universe to the spot to spider-man in general I think the one that the other Peter Parker came from was the one that got that like you and I would it's have possible. known growing yeah. growing up for two reasons. One is in this Miles Morales universe, you have the female Doctor Octopus. True, true. And so that's the biggest tell is that is that's not the way you know. Again, you call, yep. call back to like the Spider Man cartoons or yeah. even the comics that kind of stuff. You know, 
And I feel like that was a way for them to kind of change that, you know, over to like a female-sided character is that that's in this other universe. You also have like the Green Goblin in this one. Right. Which at first I thought, well, mate, because the Green Goblin you kind of see at the beginning of the film and he's massive. I mean, Huge. he's literally like half the size of a skyscraper, <laughs> like giant goblin with wings and like all this stuff. And at first I'm like, well, maybe he's just kept mutating himself like over the years to try to, you know, defeat Spider-Man by just mutation, mutation, mutation. But then now I think, you know, maybe he, uh, that this is just a totally, this is one of the other dimensions yeah, yeah. that they're, that I they're in. Probably right. Yeah, totally. Uh, because Peter dies, you know, very soon into, into the film. And then Miles is like, well, what do I do? He recently got bit by the spider and is trying to figure out maybe he should be Spider-Man now. And as he's figuring that out, that same Peter Parker that he thought died shows up behind him looking like 10 years older. <laughs> and uh, and that was this Peter Parker from, this was the first one that you see that got popped in from another dimension. Yeah. And, uh, Which is actually it, not the first one we saw popped in because we saw Gwen Stacy and she somehow popped in weeks or a week earlier. Right, right. So the main plot of the film is Kingpin is the main villain, and uh, and he's building this you know uh, device that's opening up another dimension, basically to try to get his family back. Is, yeah. the, is his overall goal that he's trying to do? His family basically found out he was a terrible person and left him like they should have. <laughs> and he's going to like somehow bring in other families from other dimensions and convince them yeah. to love him. I, I don't know. His plan, yeah, I know. plan I was is like, probably you gonna, flawed. You're going to bring in these people and how are they going to, what are they going to think of you? Yeah. Like the, they're <laughs> like, uh, are you just going to convince them that they're not in another dimension? Also, somehow. Also, side note, Dr. Octopus knew that bring people from other dimensions were coming in and like they're they were degrading cell on a cellular level right and so how like i mean obviously mm. those people are going to come in and degrade and eventually True. die like what's i mean how are they going to fix that i don't know they never really kind of no no this but, wasn't a sciencey movie i guess right but. right it, it it definitely even in for it being something with such a complex plot it seems like they definitely just kind of brushed over yeah. it and they were like yeah the traveling dimensions don't worry about it <laughs> Um, which was fine for the most part that, you know, call it a complaint or just a factor, you know, it was definitely through and through an animated film. Definitely. In my mind, yeah. you know, where some animated films, you know, I feel like they try to be a little bit more, maybe be a little bit more realistic or a little bit more, uh, a serious tone or something like that. This was just like through and through like an incredible style, uh, just like animated film with completely unreal, un realistic you know people getting just like smashed to mm -hmm. pieces and still being fine and uh breaking the laws of gravity <laughs> peter parker's and, face just getting rubbed right. all over the road right he doesn't right have any road rash. not necessarily calling it a complaint but it's definitely you know know that going in that yeah. this isn't trying to be uh, a live action film it's, yeah. it's very comfortable in its animated roots and is abiding by kind of these unspoken animated rules yeah. that you can follow uh, so yeah, so Kingpin is doing all these experiments, and I assume that he's probably been doing them for some time. So I don't think that all of these Spider-Men that came in maybe came in at the same time. Right. Maybe they had kind of been popping in as he'd done this a couple times. Because yeah. like I said, Gwen Stacy had already come in a couple days prior to kind of this main event right. that ended up killing the uh, original Peter Parker in that universe. Yeah, dude. And I, like, I, I think just on a villain level, Kingpin worked... It worked. 
I, I wish we had more villains, though. Just overall? Overall. We, are, we had a lot, didn't we? Kingpin, Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin. What who, was the guy, who was the guy with, like, the white hair? I don't really know. You know no, it's, I don't nothing, nothing popular. And then the, uh, um, who Aaron, his uncle, ended up being... I don't know who that was. I'm, I'm not familiar. If he was being a particular villain, which I'm sure he was. Yeah, it doesn't say. I'm not that. sure who that was. I mean, the other one, he had an iteration of, uh, of Scorpion that the, showed yes, up. That's, yes, twice. Showed up twice. But uh, but all of those, in my mind, they kind of seemed one note, like yeah, in my opinion. Dr. Octopus was a little bit more, but... Uh, you know, I, I would have liked to almost, you know, see a little bit more of like the greatest, you know, hits type thing. Bring a villain in from the other dimension or something yeah, that like cool. that. You know, that would be a in, an interesting plot point. You yeah. know, uh, so they they definitely kept it uh, focused on the Spider Man. Yeah, I, I would say. You know, like yeah. I said, it was an ambitious uh, task. You know, to make this two hour movie. That's kind of an origin story, but you also have a lot more going on. You put in, at the end, five other Spider-Man mm-hmm. characters that you had to kind of explain and give them their time. But there was kind of yeah. a hierarchy. <laughs> you know, it was like Miles is first. Below that was Peter Parker. Below that was uh, the Gwen Stacy Spider-Gwen character. Yeah. And then you kind of had the... Th- uh, noir Spider-Man, Pig Spider-Man, and Robot Spider-Man were kind of on a lower yeah. tier below that. Which I'm glad they were, because like you know, every single time they introduced a new Spider-Man, they did this whole like origin right. story thing. And by the time we got to them, I was like, oh man, yeah. And they obviously kind of kept speeding, <laughs> speeding it up, you know. But yeah, yeah but it, it it briefly had all of them tell you know their quick. Okay, I'm Spider-Man. Here yeah. we go. I saved the city. I got bit by a spider. I'm the only Spider-Man that's ever existed in my world. And then now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Okay. We know that's the story at this point. Yeah. Um, I, did, I didn't see a couple things coming. I didn't see uh, his uncle Aaron being that villain until, like, until, it was, until he was in his, house, his apartment. And I was like, I think that's his uncle. But like right. the setup I'd, with he's out of town, that kind of stuff didn't really like trigger anything for me. It did. I, I didn't. I didn't put enough thought into it necessarily yeah. to be like, I wonder who it is. I wonder if he's that guy. But yeah. I hundred percent knew that the uncle was going to come into play. Yeah. With the whole like, I gotta leave. I got something I gotta do. And then he's out of town the whole time. Uh-huh. But Peter's really, or but Miles is really close to him. Like I absolutely thought that he was going to come into the fold as some type of uh, villain. At some point, that he was up to no good, that he was working for somebody, and uh, you know that was that was that was fine. Yeah, I, was, I didn't see that coming. And there was something else earlier. Um, oh, I didn't see Doc Ock like her being Doc Ock before she turned into Doc Ock. Right. Um, I didn't see that ha- coming. Um, and I I thought like so, and I'm trying even sitting here trying to remember a lot of the stuff. I feel like there's a lot. There's a portion after they get away from Doc Ock. Yep. And then until he like realizes his uncle is that one guy. There's something there that I'm just like, I don't even remember what happened, but it felt like it was too much, too long exposition stuff. Yeah. That's like when they, you know, even at that point you were still kind of introducing some of the other Spider-Man. Is that when they, went to, uh... they went back to Aunt May's okay. and then Aunt May, uh, Aunt May is basically Batman's Alfred in, <laughs> yeah. the, in this, in this version. <laughs> 
um, where, you know, she had, you know, not only known that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, but been his, like, archangel, you know, type person. They have this layer where, underneath her house. They have, like, a spider layer below her house. <laughs> And you know, it has, you know, it looks just like the Batcave. I oh, mean, yeah. exactly like that, where there's yeah. like the display case of all suits, the suits. Vehicles. And she's talking about that she designed all these gadgets, yeah. and you know that that was again another thing where I'm like, this is in another dimension. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's like this Alfred is- and um, uh, what's the dude who does all of Batman's stuff? Um, Batman, the Bat Alfred. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, he. Uh, Lucius Fox? Lucius. He's like okay. Lucius and Al. Okay, she's yeah, she's yeah. those two in one. Right. Absolutely. Which, which again, is... I don't know. This whole whole movie, to, to me, it's definitely just kind of like a go-along-for-the-ride. Yeah. Type, type, type movie. Just kind of just like, yeah, take it as it comes. Just enjoy what you're seeing put before you right now. Don't put a whole lot of thought into it. Uh, because like we were saying earlier, you know, it's a really, really complex thought that they didn't put a whole lot of complexity into and just kind of more so leaned on the, well, it's animation, so it's fine. Yeah. Even if you kind of get into like that whole end battle of the film was like kind of very like, you didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, for sure. Like at all, you know, like they're, they're kind of in the middle of like, uh, uh, Fisk's, uh, sorry, not Fisk. It was Fist Tower. It was underneath Fist Tower, but it was uh, Kingpin's. Right. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. They're like in the middle of his like uh, dimension machine that's like firing, yeah. having a battle, and they're just like kind of floating around on various trains and buses and buildings that you don't really, that I guess are from other dimensions. Like it was a whole lot of just like, I guess this is, they're battling. Uh, yep. Um, so, so there's definitely not a, a whole lot of super depth, I would play, or more so I would say they were selective with their depth. You know, they yeah. went a lot into just putting their eggs in the Miles yeah. Morales basket yeah. of just like, let's really just focus on developing this character and his story and spending more scenes just talking about him and his life and his personal life and his internal issues and then all the other villains and Spider-Man are just kind of like in a whirlwind around him, right? The whole time, which I'm okay with. Like, I, and I, I liked, uh, I liked his character. I liked the yeah. journey they took him on. I, uh, but like, I do feel like it was a little too. And I feel like this a lot of times with origin stories. Anyway, it just took too long to get him to the point where he's like doing stuff. You know, right? Um, the part, whole thing where they walk away because he can't. Go, you know, do things on command. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, at this point, I just want him to either, I feel like he's not going to be Spider-Man now, you know, like, and right. maybe that's what they wanted you to feel. But I was like, this is just taking too long. Right. Like there's, there's definitely a part of me that would, that would have, uh, been interested to kind of see the movie that I guess I was thought I was seeing more where he was already Spider-Man. And then within 15 minutes of the film, you're already getting into this kind of cross dimensional, like yeah. craziness. Yeah. Cause that didn't, that didn't happen super quick. At least not, I mean, not at least probably knowledge. 30 minutes into the film, I yeah. would say, before they even got to that scene yeah. where uh, Peter Parker dies and, uh, you know, he gets bit by the spider and tries to become Spider-Man himself. Yeah. I mean, that's that's after just like 30 minutes, I would say, of him just like going to school and like talking to his dad and yeah. spray painting stuff on the walls and Which chatting up fun. with his uncle. It was fun. It was fine. But I feel like it was just a little too much time spent uh, compared to the scope of the film that they were trying to make. Yeah. 
I also think that um, I like the Spider-Verse, but it also kind of plays against them in a way where it's like, okay, well, if there are infinite versions of him, then why care about this one in particular, you know? Like, sure, the, you know, even the Peter Parker, like, okay, shh, we're sad he died, but now there's another Peter Parker, you know? So, like, yeah. that impact is, like, super lessened because we're like, well, in this other universe. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, like, and I think that they kind of play, played into that with, like, those, you know, the noir Spider-Man, the, like, it was like, well, they'll just throw, like, who cares about them? Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're so concerned about getting them home, but I don't really care, honestly, yeah. at the end of the day. Right. I, I I would agree with that. Uh, music, I liked the music. Music was was definitely uh, very very strong for was, the most part. Was most of it original? Do you know? I didn't really recognize anything, but that doesn't necessarily See, it seemed like it. it. It was kind of a it was a blend of music, you know, between like a soundtrack like style yeah. music where you definitely had some like pop songs, you know, that were in a couple scenes that uh, that that were fitting for those scenes, I would say, and then on the more. Uh, you call it action-packed like scenes. Yeah. It was typically more of like kind of a classic, like you know, kind of orchestral, you know, type. Uh, yeah, they type, added in like music, like uh, electronic, like glitches and stuff like that to sure. kind of like go along with the visuals that you're. What'd seeing. you think of the animation style I overall was... of the whole film? Yeah, I mean that I... was another part that that wasn't again like you know was if anything completely. Uh, intentionally not advertised in the trailers because the trailers did not look like that. Uh, the whole the, the whole movie looks like a comic book sketch. The, the essentially the animation style itself yeah. is almost looks kind of glitchy, and you can yeah. see kind of like pencil marks like through everybody, and everything kind of looks like it has this kind of like texture to it, but not like a natural texture, like a texture of yeah. Something that's animated, something that's drawn, like it didn't have like a, a smooth, crisp animation style at all. It was very kind of jarring to me, almost. Uh, maybe not to you, but it was it was kind of weird for me for the first 15, 20, 30 minutes of the yeah. film to kind of get used to this animation style yeah. that they were going for. Yeah, like, it's interesting. So, like, I'd have to go back and watch the trailer because I do remember seeing some aspects of this in the trailer, but I don't know if I mm. saw a ton of it. Right. Where it's basically there's a mix of frame rates, basically. So, like, yeah. there's a lot of things going on that are like at a normal probably 24 frames a second. Okay. And then there's like the animation on the um, individuals are like uh, probably about 15 frames a second. So you're seeing everything kind of it feels really jerky at times. Right. Or there would be a lot of like. You know, this is blurry, but that's not, or this is blurry, but that's not. Yeah, you know, and this- that's, that the focus, the way they did focus was even weird. Instead uh-huh. of it being like actually out of focus in the foreground or background, they would just double the lines. You know, it's like something that's out of focus up here would have like two lines. Yeah. It's almost like if you, you know, hold your finger up and look past it, you're seeing two. But like mm-hmm. we see that just because we have two eyes. And I wonder if, and I did think of this in the theater, I wonder if it looks different, and, and I do want to see it looks different in 3D whenever, hmm. like, those specific aspects yeah. of it. Does that make it actually, in 3D, translate better? Because especially in these 3D movies, I don't really see a lot of people, like, throwing stuff at your face that much anymore. Right. That used to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I see things that are done that actually translate to 3D better. I think, like, uh, um, what's the Marvel movie, uh, Doctor Strange. Strange. Okay. That movie, whenever you watch it non-3D, is a completely different experience than what I saw in 3D. Hmm. Um, it feels 
weird. I mean, it's like the the it's it's not very impressive, I guess. Whenever I watch it in two D, in terms of the the what visuals. do you see? And I've kind of you know I've shied away from probably seeing any three yeah. D movies over the last several years. Yeah, even like you know what what do you you know you say that we've kind of went away from this like you know oh looks so we threw something at you and it came yeah. into the audience like so what are you seeing in these three D movies that's enhancing the experience for you like what. What about uh, this vis- the visual is yeah. so different from a standard 2D that's making it better for you yeah. personally? I mean, on, like honestly, not a lot. Um, and it really depends on the movie. I think things, and, it, and sometimes it's super subtle, and I'm like, at that point, is it worth it? I don't know. Like, I can't really. I think things like gravity, seeing gravity in IMAX 3D, and like, you know, there's that the one shot in, in particular, but when they're out in space, there's all this just mm-hmm. stuff just flying around. Just it adds to this level of depth that whenever you watch it in non 3D, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily it just seems like a lot of noise. But right. you could actually place what was happening. And there's this one shot that uh goes like really close into her mask and then comes back out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that shot in that movie. But like in the in three D, like the glass was like in three D and just kinda came past you and like you go in and all the the sound you just hear her breathing, you know, comes back and you just hear her like, and you felt like you were in that mask with her because mm. you went through something and it came back out. And, it, and it's not like I I hate things like I think there's a there's a shot in Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, you know, where something comes like way up and like real close to your face and comes mm-hmm. back down. Like that stuff, honestly, it doesn't make me feel a part of the movie anymore. It, it pulls me out of it. I realize that I'm watching a movie. Right. Well, and, and it's so obvious, you know, and it's. You know that they're that they're that they're thinking about that while mm-hmm. they're filming the movie, yep. and, and which is fine, maybe in theory. But then at times, maybe you're thinking about that and not enough just about the character, about yeah. the shot. You're you're more so about like, oh, we've got to get this shot uh-huh. specifically, this shot, so it can look good for 3D, so we can maybe yeah. you know sell some more 3D tickets. Yeah, and uh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah, like thing to me, Star Wars: Force Awakens. You know that movie. Like, I don't really think 3D enhanced that at all. Um, you know, uh, mm. I think that Doctor Strange it definitely did with all the trippy stuff happening and like kind of just going on and like you could yeah. instead of it just being a flat kaleidoscope looking thing, it was actually like these are geometric shapes, and you could tell that they were geometric shapes. Mm. And that was, I wish I, I like I didn't see, for instance, Ant Man. And the Wasp in 3D, and I kind of wish I had because right. of all the trippy kind of crazy stuff that was happening there. I feel like that would have looked better. Right. And I'm interested to see what this looks like, you know, like in hmm. 3D. Like, is there added depth in all these like scenes whenever things are out of focus? Because it did yeah. feel weird. It, Could like, be. It, it did. I'm, I'm with you on that. It felt weird. Some of the animations, things that they were doing. Um, yep, it, it, and 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 part of that weird could just be different because yeah, it, it for definitely sure. was. It's just yeah, we're just not used to it. It was a very different animation style than I have. Uh, ever ever seen before and it was definitely i think it in its most uh sense you know it was trying to be more like a comic book and look mm-hmm. like a comic book and you had even furthermore they would uh pan away to like comic book strips <laughs> yeah come with frames sometimes <laughs> and you would even see those frames yeah. move you know anytime that uh one of the spider-man spider-man would tell their Stories. It would like flash to like their specific comic book. Right. You know, it would show L.A. Noir co- uh, Spider Man yeah. on a comic book cover, and then that comic book cover would open in and zoom in to like his uh, story. Uh-huh. 
so there was that, and then there was a lot of uh, like the like the boom, pow, flip, you yep. know, type type stuff that they would put into just the normal movie. You know, it would whether it was just somebody's dialogue that would be yeah. thrown up, or you know, it would show things that Miles was saying in uh-huh. like a text box, as well as him saying it. But you know, just these little small things that were tried to make it seem like a comic book. Yeah. Uh, what what were your thoughts on that? I liked a lot of that stuff. Like I think um, I think it was funny. They played off of it well. Like for instance, whenever he was thinking things, but he was actually saying them out loud in the school after he got bit by the spider. And it, you're seeing the text of it, so you think that he's just thinking it because like, that was that's what they would do in a comic. Right. But then like, but then he's actually saying it, and you're like, oh, he's actually saying it. So like, it kind of reinforced the mm-hmm. visually what was happening uh, audibly. Yeah. Um, and and so that was pretty cool. I I didn't I. Um, I didn't think they overdid like the pow bam kind of stuff. Like, no, it was just kind of there. Yeah, overall, like in, I, I thought that aspect of it was a- added to what they were trying to yeah. do. Uh, again, just like yeah. kind of having this fun experience, calling back to just kind of that Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Sit back and you know watch watch a cool little adventure. I almost wish uh, they had leaned harder into things like um, you know the uh, the pig Spider Man. Yeah, you know he was. He was a uh, so the look of this world um, did have that kind of texture on, him, but he didn't have any texture on him because he's like this cartoon. It's true, you know. It's true. And so, like, but I wish they had leaned further into that. And like, he even mentioned things like, "Hey, here's this hammer; it'll fit in your pocket." I, w- <laughs> I would have loved to see him just like pulling pianos out, or you know, just like crazy right, things. Right. And, like, where 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 did you land on the uh, on 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 that note on, on like the comedy in this film? Yeah. Did you think that it was that it was good? That it was good and bad? Where 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 did you think? I thought for the most part it worked. Um, I, th- I thought so too. Uh, I, I didn't think it was too like it wasn't. There were jokes, but I didn't feel like it was like too jokey. You know, like they were, they were clever enough that I feel like it wasn't like, hey, let's just put a joke here for a joke. You know, no, and and again, especially not for like, you know, the, the, this movie knew what it wanted to be for the most part, and I feel like it executed on that plan pretty well. Now, yeah. maybe that won't line up with exactly what you wanted out of, out of this movie or something, but I feel like they they probably did a lot of what they set out to do. Yeah. And I feel like the comedy is in that same vein where I feel like it, it really did work for this style of movie that, yeah. that they were making. Again, like I said, it's very much an animated film. Yeah. You have, you know, crazy sound effects. You have a spider pig. You have this <laughs> stuff. But all of the characters, again, you had John Mulaney, a uh-huh. stand-up comedian, was playing the spider pig, and yeah. just every line of dialogue was just nailed, you know, to where, you know, you're kind of beyond the point in this movie to be like, okay, this isn't like a like a super intriguing, like, sit down and, like, hear this amazing story and, like, be moved, like, type movie. Right. Uh, you know, so it's just kind of enjoy, and then yeah, just like the the lines that they had, you know, were were very clever and always landed. You know, you had the pig referencing him being a cartoon. Yeah. You know, it's just or like he's like, hey, do animals talk in this? Dimension? Yeah, I don't want to freak anybody out. Do animals talk in this <laughs> in, in this world? Nick Cage's character was yeah. very funny and very well done. <laughs> My favorite part is he's asking what color the yeah yeah he, the he's a black and is. white. Spider-Man. He, he, all his comics are black and white. He comes from like a black and white L.A. noir, like st- 1930s is uh-huh. where he said that he came from. And everything, is yeah, he's wearing a black and white suit. He's got a trench coat and a top hat and the Spider-Man suit on under that. And then, yeah, he's just can't understand this Rubik's Cube. Uh, and so he keeps flipping it around. And he's like, and is it purple? 
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then they leave it there. <laughs> what, what was his first line when, it, when, it, when, when he it, appeared? He shows up. And they appeared, and and they're like, he's like, his cape's like blowing in the wind, and they're like, how is there wind up there? And he's like, wherever I go, wind follows. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. Like, yeah, he's like, how's there wind? We're in a basement. Yeah. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of the comic comedy is, if anything, that you know, it was kind of that acknowledgement style comedy mm-hmm. of kind of acknowledging that, like, hey, like we we get it, like this this isn't real, like mm-hmm. we're not trying to be, like you know, ha- have some fun, guys. It'll, yeah, it, it'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't have a whole lot more to to talk about. No, not 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 a ton. Co- covered it pretty. Pretty good. Lysarella moved pretty well, maybe lulled in some spots. Yeah. Overall, very very fun, yeah. very enjoyable. Um, you know, the complaints are probably relatively small. And overall, you know, I don't think it's a movie that I'm just like, oh, I've got to go see again. Right. I'm going to buy it. I want to rent it. Yeah. Like, who knows if I'll ever see it again. Yeah. But I enjoyed the experience. Yeah. For, for sure. I, I don't, you know, obviously it's not what, the filmmakers want, but I don't necessarily think it's a terrible. Th- doesn't mean the movie's terrible if you saw it once and don't really desire to see it again. Right um, now, sure, that's that's a great mark of a movie being really, really, really good if you just keep coming back to it. But I don't think it inherently means that the movie was bad no. just because you're like, yeah, I saw it, okay, you know. Well, and, I mean, and that's yeah. kind of how I feel, where it's just like I, I saw it, I enjoyed it, it was good, it was a fun ride. Yeah. I'd recommend somebody else see it, um, but that's that's probably probably it, you know. And I'd even probably, you know, they kind of teased a sequel at the end, and yeah. I, I'd be interested to see a yeah. sequel for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this isn't a horror movie, but I think of something something like It Follows. Like, I think it's a fantastic movie, right? Super scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, not gonna watch that that often. Yeah. <laughs> No, if ever again. Yeah, <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah. Um, the uh, what did you? Th- uh, one last thing. What did you think about the like Miles? His like core story of like he was super out of place, very unsure of himself all the way until the end, and then like kind of imparts that same wisdom back onto the the Peter Parker who you know told him you know hey you just do it you know you don't. Stop thinking about it, basically. Um, don't think too much about it. It was very, you know, it wasn't anything. In a movie that had some stuff that was out of the realm, that was kind of very just classic storytelling. Yeah. Uh, to me, which isn't wrong, but isn't super thoughtful either. You know, there were there was definitely a lot of those classic tropes of you know you kind of set up some things in the first. 10, 15, 20 minutes of the film, mm-hmm. uh, like stuff with his uncle or his relationship with his dad or some stuff that uh, his expectation of what becoming Spider-Man would be and kind of yeah, getting put in his, him kind of getting put in place by that. And then you bring that around um, at the very end to see those story beats come back. And, you know, he realizes maybe he does need a little bit better relationship with his dad um, and that, you know, it's kind of the, the classic life lessons that'll always be true that like, Hey, yeah. in life, you want to go do something, you got to take the plunge to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you just got to get out there and start mixing it up and see what happens. You get, and you got to have the faith and confidence in yourself 
to do that. You know, so I mean, it's 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 a good story. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. You know, every everybody could learn that lesson. And maybe it's not as impactful for me because I'm a little older, you know, yeah, for, that's for, true. for somebody was, who's seven, eight, younger. nine, ten years old, you know, when they haven't learned those, those lessons that you need to know in life and mm-hmm. that, you know, that this is absolutely a character, um, that you can relate to, you know, it's, it's kind of that thing. And they even kind of do a little quote from Stan Lee at yeah. the end, you know, that kind of the, uh, Hey, anybody can be a superhero. You know, if you're standing up for yourself every day, you're constantly pursuing, making yourself better. You're trying to help people out. You're doing stuff just because it's for the sake of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what being a superhero is. Mm-hmm. And that, that was definitely the, the overall message of the film is, Hey, here's a very, you know, it's, it's a classic, origins even though miles morales is a different uh character than peter parker it's a similar thing like here's a nobody yeah here's a guy who's kind of an outcast doesn't even have a whole lot of self-confidence gets thrown this deck of cards that Mm -hmm. he didn't want even when he first gets these powers he's instantly like i don't want this stuff he's like i know who spider-man is i don't want to be that guy that's i can't be that guy that's crazy even his dad telling him at the beginning, like, you don't have a choice in this. You don't have you don't have a choice. And in it uh the classic, you know, all time classic Spider Man line of with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. It's just that, that Which you, I don't know if they ever really said right in this movie. No, intentionally. <laughs> right. right. Um but it is but it is that, you know, when you've been given this deck of cards that's maybe even a little bit more elevated than someone else's deck of cards, like that's not just a free gift, mm-hmm. you know, like that's something that you then have more of an opportunity to use and help somebody with. And mm-hmm. that's the overall arching thing of Spider-Man and superheroes in general. It's just like, hey, you've got power and somebody for some reason gave you a little bit extra power. Yeah. So now everybody has that decision to choose between how you want to use your power. Yeah. But because you have this extra power, it's a little bit more impactful yeah. on the city and on the world because you using that power, the way that you use it is the matter of lives or even in this thing, the matter of cross dimensions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it matters and that you have to step up to that task. Yeah. And, uh, and he eventually does, you know, surpri- right, surprise, right. surprise, you know, and he kind of struggles the, the, the whole movie, you know, he can't figure it out. He's too nervous to like really make his spider abilities happen. You know, they kind of happen when he's emotional, you know, that's, that's the only time he can make them happen is when they're just out of his control rather than him being able to be the one that kind of learns how to turn this stuff on and off. And he does, and he does at the end, you know, yeah. and, uh, kind of by the example set by the other uh, spider spider men or women, which was interesting uh, because it was the we're all different, but we're all the same, mm-hmm. you know, type thing. Like, hey, we were all people that didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. We were all people that were given it, and it was terrible for the first week, month, year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we kept plugging away at this, and we just – we're just doing the best we can with what we have. Yeah. And they say in the, in their like thing that makes us Spider-Man is we get back up every time, get back up every time. And we keep trying and you have this, uh, you know, the, the main line, Peter Parker said he's been Spider-Man for 22 years. You know, that's, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, if, if anything, that's, that's almost an interesting story to tell in and of itself. Cause we we've haven't never seen an old 
You know, what, yeah. What's the what's the oldest Spider Man we've seen is like oh. just that, like you know, mid to late twenties. Yeah, I w- I would say you know, having done it a decade at maximum, even like the animated cartoon, you're probably talking about the decade maximum that this guy's been Spider Man. We're yeah. talking about two decades, three decades, and it's like you've got to think that that doesn't get easier. Yeah, you know that it that it only gets harder, that it only gets worse. Yeah, and that's kind of been the pull of Spider Man in general that like. This dude's life is not easy to live. He is not a billionaire. Like he does not yeah, just he's not sit, Batman. He's not just sitting back on a chair waiting for the call or whatever. Like this dude's struggling to like afford Little Caesar's pizza so he can eat <laughs> dinner after he saves the world, you know, that nobody thanks him for. Yeah. You know, that it, that he's like the one that has to like try the hardest to be this superhero just because he feels like that's what you should do. That's what good people should do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's always an interesting story. I think I'll always be interested in Spider-Man stories just because it's a very relatable character, probably one of the most relatable char- uh, superheroes, I think, yeah. because it's a super, super common person that got dealt a deck of cards, you know, that all of us have, you know, wished that we could have gotten dealt, you know, at some point mm-hmm. and what would we do with it? And uh, those are fun stories to tell. Yeah. I think so. I, I would definitely say go check out the movie. It's, it's, it's not perfect in, in any means, you know, it's, it's got some flaws and, you know, some convoluted plots and storylines that may not all, you know, be fully thought out, but it's definitely enjoyable in the overarching uh, you know, message. You know, the yeah. the story that they're trying to tell is a is a great story and one yeah. that should continue to be told. I think. I'd uh, I, if I I would uh, I'll go ahead and throw the number out yeah. there. I'd, I'd give it. To, I'd give it seven out of ten. I'd, right. say, I'd say. Cool. I'd, I'd go seven out of ten. I'm going to go a little bit higher. Okay. And give it a nine out of ten. Cool. I think I gave. Um, I think I gave uh, the Lego Movie a nine point five. Mm. So I feel like that's like it's it's close to that at least to me. Right. Um, okay. Uh, in terms of the animation, I think is like they were both groundbreaking in their own ways. Right. And um, I think the story holds up. You know, like I think the Lego Movie with the bringing it into the spoilers for Lego Movie, mm. bringing it into the real world, just put it like over the top for me. Where I was like, this is oh man, like you just hit it. You know. Mm. Uh, but this was close. You know. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go get my phone because we've been doing something in our lead up to 300. Okay. Where we talk through our, our old episodes. We talk through our old episodes. So we've been doing 15 at a time and we will we'll get to 300 on episode 300. Um, and I got to see where we're up to. Um, it's been really crazy looking back real early on. Terrible titles. And like absolutely no information as to what's in this episode like we had four episodes called what's on our minds with no (laughs) no context no context for what we actually talked about (laughs) uh all right so i'm gonna find this last week i feel like we got up above 150 i could be wrong let's see here um okay so last week we Got through, oh yeah, we got through 151 through 165. So we'll do 166 to 180. Okay. All right, so episode 166 was all the way back in 
July of July fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. July fifteenth is actually Jonathan's birthday. Yep. So uh, I don't know if we called that out, but we talked about Pokemon Go because oh, Pokemon Girl Go was taking over the world. <laughs> it was really taking over the world the whole time. <laughs> did you ever, did you play that? Did you play it? No, no. I lost a lot of respect for a lot of people during that time. <laughs> what? I feel In like. What way? Because they were just walking off of cliffs, or uh... yeah, basically, just, just like you know, and not even in so much just like I think people that game's dumb. People shouldn't play that game. Yeah, but it's just how much it consumed people's lives. Yeah. I mean, like I work in an automotive repair shop, <laughs> and like the the general manager, the service writer, <laughs> and like the uh, you know like the the shuttle driver guy. All three are playing it all day. They're like walking out into the woods, like while we're at work. And I'm like, what are you doing? Get back here and work. Stop looking around the forest for an imaginary thing that just your computer is telling you is there and it's not there yeah. at all. I'll tell you, uh, I mean, you'll probably lose respect for me now. That's no, fine. I'll, I'll tell you this story. Um, so number one, our like the sign out at, in our in our office was was somehow a Pokestop. So like you could get you know like you could spin it and get Pokeballs or whatever. And so like I would you know just open it up every once in a while and spin it. But on my way home, it should take me about thirty five minutes to, to get home. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I knew along the way the different Poke. And what I would do is I would I would come home, and if you uh, if you get off of. Um, the uh, the interstate here, and if you go down like into town and then come back, you can hit some on the way, and on the back you can hit like six or seven or eight poker stops. Okay, should take me thirty five minutes to get home. It was taking me like an hour to get home every day because I was driving, and I'm like, oh, and, and spending gas, you know, money in <laughs> yeah, gas, yeah, yeah. you know, like doing this. I'm like, what? I, you know, I look back on it now. There's a church around here. There's a church down that way that had to put. Uh, saw horses like in their driveway to keep people from going in there and well, just sitting there and playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> it was insane, dude. I'm sure a lot of that had happened because, it, yeah, it was, it was a strange thing, you yeah. know, where you're just kind of copy and pasting this like digital world <laughs> on top of our real world, but yeah. it doesn't exactly fit in our real world, right. but it's just kind of like- weird places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, John it's just and I like, drove into a, a cemetery once. That app is, is, is it can't, can't make all the considerations, you know? So yeah, there's Pokemon in Walmart and there's Pokemon, you know, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So that was the part about it that just made it so wild is it was just like, gosh, they're just- Exactly that. They're pulling over on the side of the interstate <laughs> to like get a Pokemon Go yeah. or whatever. Like people died. Yeah. Like people, people died. Walked be- off of cliffs. Because yeah, because they walked off of cliffs or they like were trying to catch they were trying to catch one in the middle of the interstate uh-huh. or something. Like just stuff like that that you're like, dude. Yeah, that's whenever you start questioning humanity. That's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, <laughs> like Again, like no problems with the game, you know. I'm sure you know it's great. I was never a huge Pokemon uh, guy in general yeah. with Pokemon games, no, but it's like sure, sure, it's a good and fun game at times. But like, learn to draw the line. Yeah, you know. The the good stories I de- did here was like you know parents who now are spending more time with their kids because they're going out on walks <laughs> and walking around parks looking for Pokemon. You know, like those were the good stories. You know, <laughs> nice. there's me wasting all my gas. Uh, episode 167 was Star Wars Beyond, or Star, Star Wars Beyond, Star Trek Beyond mm. review, and the Star Wars Celebration 2016. That's how I flipped those in my mind. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what happened? What did they release in 2016? It must have been a, a trailer or something for 
No, it would have been Rogue One. Rogue One? Okay, okay. Uh, 168 was the Jason Bourne review. Most recent Jason Bourne. And Stranger the, Things review. That <gasps> was the one with Matt Damon again? Yeah, that was the, the one after. Right. There's Jeremy Renner. That was like Born Legacy or something. I feel like I, I I watched it, but like maybe didn't pay attention. It was just kind of a blur. It was just kind it, of like it was pretty inconsequential. Yeah, it wasn't a bad movie. Yeah, but it, wasn't it a seemed great like movie. that. You know, yeah. it was just like this is fine. It's like one of the most recent diehards. It's kind of well, actually, it's probably better than that. Probably most, better than that. Yeah, those, you know. are, those are terrible. Right. Um, Stranger Things review though. Stranger, Stranger Things, Things review. So good. Yep. Episode one sixty nine. Suicide Squad review. Blech. Man, I tried to. I, I, <laughs> Elise and I watched Suicide Squad like I think four or five times before we like actually fin- finished like the full movie. Did you start just, from the beginning again every time? I don't even remember. Just torturing yourself. A, a couple of each. I, I, I don't even I don't own know. that movie. Like that's how much I much like did not care about it. And I love those characters. Yeah, like there 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 were some cool aspects about it, but it was just like. Eh. And we talked about more Pokemon Go changes. <laughs> more Pokemon Go changes. Episode one seventy. We talked about Suicide Squad critics versus fans. Mm. Uh, I mean, most of the critics were just absolutely trashing it, right? Yeah. And then I guess some of the fans. Yeah. There were definitely some hardcore fans out there where they were like, Suicide Squad. But I don't feel like I'm running into anybody nowadays that it's just like, man, like no. I just can't get over how good Suicide Squad was. Like, no. I, I actually, I, I'm excited if they, there's been these rumors. If James Gunn actually did a Suicide Squad, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about sure. that. Because uh, I don't think it's the character's fault. No, I think that someone who knows what they're doing with movies could actually. Yeah, I thought make it, a good it was movie. a plot, storyline, <laughs> script, and villain. Yes, fault. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, to be the, the core characters are fine. Yeah, uh, we also talked about No Man's Skies, Empty Promises. So you, uh, were, were you pay attention to that game when it came out. No, it was no. uh, like it was supposed to be you know, a shared world. You're all trying to get to the center of the universe, like this massive, you know, like this big adventure. All these promises, know. and it came out, and it was like, this is not fun. Like, <laughs> there's nothing here, and you couldn't connect. Like people would, they finally they found each other. This is what it was: two people found each other within the first day. I fell into the same location in the universe, and they couldn't even see each other. Like they weren't in the same thing, and the developer was like, "Yeah, we didn't think that would happen for like months." So the whole point of the game was to find another person. Was to find was was to all like work toward the same goal, yeah, and like, and then they were like, "We didn't think that would happen for months, so we didn't program it correctly." It was it's all fixed now. It's apparently like it's it's a fantastic game now. They've had all these updates, but in the beginning, man, it was wow, it was crazy. Uh, episode one seventy one was Rogue One a Star Wars story trailer. And we mm. reviewed Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> I forgot about that. We reviewed had Chris, Crystal Pepsi Chris? came back. Wow. From the 90s. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was okay. It wasn't the best. I would uh, not drink it again. I if it was, so was that the very first Rogue One trailer? The one that was like massively different from how the actual movie was? Uh, let's see. It says, oh, yeah. Let's see, the, again, this was still in 2016. What's up with the new Rogue One trailer? This week, Chris and John talk about what's on their minds. What was on our minds? I don't know. <laughs> you guys are all about letting people know oh, yeah. that you're going to let them know what's on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just have a sentence that says, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. What about it? Don't know. All right. 
Uh, episode 172, Titanfall 2 tech test impressions. Oh, I think it was like basically a beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the escape game. Well, uh, we did an escape game. Oh, okay. Dude, did, 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 did you, you like those? Say, yes. I haven't done them yet, but I've just, I've never heard a bad thing. I've we only should totally heard- go. I think there's one in town. There's also one in the mall in uh, Cool mm-hmm. Springs right now. And you basically get in this box where the entire mall can see you. Try to figure this thing out. Wow, here in town? No, it's in the Cool Springs oh, Mall. Oh, Cool Springs. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I definitely, I definitely want to do one. I'm down. Let's do. It. Okay, hundred uh, percent. Episode one seventy three, Battlefield one beta impressions and Pokemon Go in real life, whatever that means. Oh, okay. oh, we record this. Okay, so we usually do this every every summer. This is at the end of the summer. We record an on location podcast. We recorded this at the Parthenon in Nashville. So while we were recording this show. We're sitting at the Parthenon catching Pokemon. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and what was funny was some dude came and sat down right next to us. Didn't re- didn't realize we were like podcasting. He thought we were just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And then and he was just and he would he would try to he would interject a couple times. And <laughs> and uh, then afterwards he was like, "Wait, were you guys recording something?" <laughs> You're like, yeah, here, sign it's, this, sign this. It's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, uh, we own your name and likeness now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, episode 174, PlayStation 4 Pro reactions and the iPhone 7 announcement. We used to do a lot of like tech things. I don't really, we don't really pay attention to that much anymore. Hmm. Uh, episode 175, Forza Horizon 3 demo first impressions and Rocket League Rumble update. I don't remember what Rumble was. Um, but Forza Horizon 3 is a great game. Destiny uh, 176 was Destiny Rise of Iron review. Mm-hmm. And will Rogue One, a Star Wars story, disappoint us? I don't know what gave us that impression, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's definitely one of the one of the better Star Wars yeah, uh, releases, I, w- I would say. Yeah, I still wish the end, they had had those shots in the end, running around on the beach like that were in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, One seventy-seven, Forza Horizon three, in the actual review, and Chris gets a kitten. Oh, I forgot that was. We got wow. Boomer. Uh, DD surprised me on while the pod. We were recording the podcast. Wow! And brought Boomer in, and here we are, seven cats later. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening, not quite. I have three, but there were more than enough. <laughs> they feel like seven cats sometimes. Um, I think it's the point where you become outnumbered by the cats. Like, mm. so there's only two of us. That's right. We cannot give attention to all three at the same yep. time, and that's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. Uh, because they want us to, <laughs> and and will do things to make us. What do you think I felt growing up, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, then maybe, yeah, then you you have, you relate, you know. For context, I I grew up as a middle <laughs> child of seven children. <laughs> <laughs> you should do a podcast just on that sometime. Just your uh, stories, man. We, growing up, we we could do a whole side podcast just on just on the the stories. You know? <laughs> we should totally do it. For our grandchildren, like we said earlier, yeah, was that was that even on this? I think oh, we were talking about it. yeah, that yeah, was, was on this here. One. Yeah, that was good. Uh, one seventy eight D is for Destiny review. Oh, Destiny, they uh, Bungie made a, a kids book, a children's book. Okay, now that's like Destiny. one of your like biggest games, like nowadays, oh, yeah. right? For a while there, like back then, like the original Destiny, like I was all into the original Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny two's not like I don't know. I've fallen off, and apparently it's better now. But okay. I don't really have the emotional energy to get back into that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but they uh, so what it was while they were developing um, Destiny, they someone had, someone made a, ki- a children's book for the employees who had like kids during the development of the game, and so then they gave it to them as a gift, and so they decided to release that to the public. It was pretty cool. Uh, but, and then we talked about the best comic book Halloween costume. 
episode 179, Rogue One, a Star Wars story trailer 2. Yep. And Gear War, Gears of War 4, first impressions. Uh, and then finally, this is the last one we'll talk about today. Episode 180, October 21st, 2016, the Nintendo Switch reveal and oh, the first wow. Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. What? They released a Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer in 2016, two years before it came out? Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, it was delayed. It was it was delayed at least once. I think maybe twice. So at that point in time, it was probably supposed to be out later that year or like maybe. early the next year. But it's like, yeah, they'll they'll definitely just they'll they'll delay it for seven years. They don't care. Like, no, they're, no, they're, yeah. like they're, they're just gonna they're gonna make the game that they want to make, and they'll release it when it's the game they want to make. You know, that's it. Which actually, I'm like, I'm better than that. I'm more okay with that. Totally. Than, uh, push, rushing a game and it being terrible. You know. I mean, in my in my mind, movies need to figure out what games are doing, man. Yeah. Because like, hundred percent games, I feel like have so much more of a track record for consistently being good, making really good sequels, mm-hmm. and uh, and just carrying a franchise. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's it, it. I think it is just that, just the taking of the time with it, the. And the, gosh, they make so much money. You oh know, yeah, like they the make more game. money than the than movies do. Yeah, every year. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, well, you're talking about you know, even if it's half of the amount of people that buy the game then go see a movie, a, a game costs sixty dollars, and a movie yep. costs ten. <laughs> like so, even if it's half, you're still making triple the money of oh, a movie, yeah. and it's not half. Still, like two hundred thousand people go out and buy a copy to this game, uh-huh. and the game makes seven million dollars. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Um, and I agree with all. Or sorry, that's super low. I mean, seven hundred million dollars yeah, yeah. is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I mean, and you look at things like Red Dead, where it's like, man. I mean, they you know spent seven years on that game, and yep. it's like it is huge. But it's I, I don't think I've heard any like. Genuine like fan of the Red Dead Redemption series say anything bad. No. Like no. anybody who loved the first game is like, yeah, amazing yeah. game. It's it is. It's an amazing game. You know, and, and that's the same with so many franchises. You know, Zelda's still coming out with top quality Zelda mm-hmm. games. We're still finding out new ways to make Mario awesome. Yeah. This little guy that just runs and jumps <laughs> on platforms. A plumber. And we've made dozens of games and they're all almost all really good. Yeah. You know, I mean there's it's hard to think of just like a main line like Mario game that is just like terrible. Right. No. It's it's just a it's a good formula that they keep coming up with just that little twist or you know but still keeping that classicness about it. Yeah. Um and then on and on and on with Call of Duty and Halo yep. and Grand Theft Auto and the Uncharted series and like yeah. just so many big series that are making massive amounts of money and you know, most they get ten out of tens when they come out. You know, great reviews from the critics, from the fans. They're making money. Like, how can we adopt that process to <laughs> movies, which seems to be the polar opposite, where it's so inconsistent, mm-hmm. where it's it, on every level, yeah. on how much money they make, how much time is spent on them. Uh, somebody loves them, somebody hates them. Everybody's split on it. Nobody's happy. Uh, every uh, it's you know it's so hard yeah. for, to have a good sequel. Um, there's just so many things that just it seems that just movies just fall a little bit short, fall a little bit short, fall a little bit short, and then makes it awesome when you have that one really really amazing movie that comes out. I mean, and it makes me wonder 
and this is probably a, a larger discussion for later too, but you know, the, you hear about movies being announced and we kind of talk about the difference between announcing a movie versus announcing a game. Half the time you announce a game and it's, uh, it, it's either a year or two away from release, but it's well down the, mm-hmm. the development road. It's a trailer. We have a gameplay, like, you know, that kind of right. stuff. Or movies we hear about as soon as anybody has a thought yeah. about a movie. And, with, and then that's whenever the fans start, you know, right. you know talking that, about that's, it. That, that's definitely part of the problem. I would say, you know, that we live in this media age where everything is so reported on. And so then that just develops so much expectation mm-hmm. of something changes. You know, I mean, how often do we have just like something like reshoots, just like drug through the media <laughs> yeah. of just like there's Solo. reshoots and there's this or that. And some of it is that, but. Almost every movie that's ever made has reshoots. Definitely. Like, it's part of making movies. You make it, you start editing it, you're like, yeah, I need this, this, and this. Yeah. Like, reshoots is not a bad thing at all. Yeah. Um, but we've just somehow, like, just just because, like, oh, like, we just, just because everything is reported on. Like you said, as soon as somebody's thinking yeah. about making a movie, you're like, did you know that Nick Cage was thinking about making a movie one time? And it's like, well, no. But it's like, but instantly, as soon as... They just read that somebody had a thought about making that. You've already written the whole movie in your mind. Right. You know, right. and then you see the movie and you're like, well, that's not the movie I wrote. Or, <laughs> or you start talking about it and they're like, well, we need to make that movie. They want this movie. But then yeah. what I'd rather have is, a, is a, just a, just have a vision for this thing. Mm-hmm. Have a vision for your movie and execute on it. Make it a good movie. Yeah, and keep it quiet. Yeah, I don't even know quiet. about it. As much as I love to speculate and, you know, see what details are out there, like nothing makes me happier when, you know, Something unexpected happens, and yeah. you're like, "Did you know that such and such is being released next month?" And it's like, "No, that's awesome." Yeah. You know, and rather than this, like, "Yeah, five years from now they're making this movie." <laughs> cool. Yeah. Or I uh, guess how like, long have we been talking about the Avatar sequels, man? Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. That that that's a big one <laughs> for for sure. We're you know we're talking about 2009 was the original Avatar movie, and then <laughs> almost ten years. The latest is 2021. I mean, and you know, who knows if they hit that? I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's going to happen this time. I feel yeah. like, you know, they, they've actually shot movies and they're, you know, think things are happening. <laughs> That's good. Weren't they, I mean, the, the start with the land in Disney's open, and I think they were supposed to have a movie by now. Like, that was. Oh, what yeah. I, I they, mean, like, originally, 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 I heard as early as like 2015. Mm. Probably even earlier. Yeah. Probably 13 or 14. It was like the original, like, Avatar 2 coming. (laughs) And then James is like, yeah, well, I want to write the script a lot more. (laughs) Because that was what you heard most of the time. We're just like, hey, you making that? Yeah. (laughs) Working on it. Let you know when. Has he done anything else? I mean, he did a couple documentaries, I think. No. I mean, yeah. No other, like, blockbuster movies. No. But I mean, as is just normal Cameron style, like here's the part where I might differentiate from other people. Like a lot of people, you know, that that I've talked to about the Avatar sequel thing, they think it's not going to land. You know, they 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 think, oh, well, it's just too far gone now and you're going to release these movies and they're all going to flop. I don't think so. Yeah. I I, I think that... I think as long as it has a good story and they don't just rely on some kind of crazy visual spectacle because at, at what point... I don't know what he could do that we haven't seen at the by now, you know. Maybe, sure, and and I'm not just swearing up and down that they're going to be phenomenal, but you're talking about like the guy who has the 
best track record like in history. Yeah, that's with true. making successful movies, and not only that, like making making the most successful movies. He has the top two yeah. highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah, and they're insane. Yeah. Like, you know, in a world where Star Wars exists and Avengers exists and, uh, you know, even crazy as it is, like the Fast and the Furious franchise yeah. is like up there in like some of the highest grossing movies ever uh-huh. made. And what do you have at the top? Titanic <laughs> is number, I think that's number two. Titanic is number two now. <laughs> Just this story about a sinking ship that came out in the 90s that somehow made like a two and a half billion dollars. Yeah. Like I don't understand. And then you have Avatar. Uh, not original in the story sense, but, a, but in the movie franchise yeah. itself, a completely original franchise. Yeah. That made almost $3 billion. Yeah. Well, and, and, and at the time was one of the, like it was un, like unseen. Like we hadn't seen something like that before. Like, no. He shot oh, so, and, digital cameras in this digital space, like what in the world? You know, totally. And then, and then you go even further. You know, you have you know, you're talking about Terminator Two, Judgment Day, mm-hmm. the original Alien, uh, or, or Aliens. Aliens. Yeah, yeah, both of the sequels. Yeah the, yeah, the the sequel Aliens. You know, all these movies that did well critically, did did well financially, did well over the test of time. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people still love Titanic. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, and even in the production of that, like he freaking built huge parts of that right, ship, you know, right. and submerged them. Like, you know, like we're just like, we're talking about the other side of it on the video games where people spend this amount of time developing yeah, something. It's true. And this to me is kind of that flip side, uh, of that. And he's the guy that's doing that in the movie making realm of just yeah. like, Hey, I, I've gotten to where I'm big enough and bad enough and I can do anything I want my way and on my timeline. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And sure. I would, I would like it to be sooner, but I think when these things come out, they're still going to be pretty, pretty good. And they're going to make a really great amount of money yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, uh, and I think the absolute worst case scenario is that they're going to be phenomenal to watch one or two times. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and that's going to be the absolute worst case scenario yeah. to, to, to me. Um, well, we'll have you back on uh, to review them in yeah, at, at least 2025. 20, 20, 20, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, up to episode 600 by then. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on. We appreciate it. No problem. You're, no problem. Uh, you're, you're a great fill in for, uh, for John. Yep. Who will never come back now. That's right. Take that, John. <laughs> Take that, John. And I never said anything similar to this when you weren't on the podcast at all. We were, if anything, I just still trashed John. You know, it was <laughs> yes. just like, well, man, you know, <laughs> wish it could have been me and Chris, but we'll make do. <laughs> uh, you can find us online at stateandtargetpodcast.com, on Twitter at chriswright250. And he's never on there, but no, it's around. Yeah, you know, at, at J Pinions. Look for me on the something. next podcast. Uh, you can come to uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, twenty six twenty two, Swanee Place. I don't you know. know. I don't know if, if I'm going to leave that in. No, no, no. <laughs> so we, we can edit it out. Whatever. <laughs> Put it in. You know, my phone number. You know, is uh, <laughs> it's an Illinois area code. So if I call you, answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. Here's here's my uh, my Rolodex. 
There's my roll. And I'll, I'll just go through. That's a roll of decks. No one. Anymore. I don't. I, I, no one anymore. <laughs> if you t- if you do, I apologize. I don't. Not yeah. really. You shouldn't have for one. You, you don't your... need one. <laughs> no one needs one. Same guy that's balancing his checkbook somewhere. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.